welcome everybody. My name is Liz Matthew from Liz Matthew Coaching and welcome to the Breathe Again podcast. So I want to thank Hannah so much for joining me. Hannah is my PR person from the, say it again, Hannah, the PR lab. The public relations lab. Yeah. Hello everybody. <laughs> Liz, thank you for having me. Well, I know that last time you were on, a lot of people were like, oh my God, your PR girl, she's so cute. You're so, you're so cute. You're very <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm having her again. She's coming on again. <laughs> so today we are diving all the way in to Liz's services and what she has to offer. So stay tuned. We will be right back. all of that information. Oh, well, you're welcome. I, I you know, what's been on my mind, actually, I don't even know if we want to talk about this, but, um, I don't know, like, you know, like I'm lacking in motivation right now. Okay. And I feel like that's normal, right? You go through ebbs and flows and, I, I think, I don't know if it's because I have so, I had a lot on my plate, like selling, looking for a hat, like personal stuff, right? Yeah. That, um, you know, and this is part of, I remember like when I first started doing my life coaching certification and thinking, oh my God, like you can never mess up or I can never let myself go. Like, cause I lost a lot of weight and now I feel like I've gained about 15 pounds and I'm like, Oh my God, that's terrible for a life coach. Like that's terrible. But, no, but, Oh, I think that's a lot of pressure too, though. Oh no, it is right. It is a lot of pressure, but that's like what you do to yourself. And I, and I'm just, anyways, that kind of thing has been on my mind a lot lately. And I'm like, why am I lacking in motivation? And I should be like doing this and this and this right now. And then I'm like, okay, no, it's all right. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if all that makes sense. Right. But I know like, I'm like, I should be packing. And if I'm not packing that I should be working on my transformational breathwork journeys. And if I'm not doing that, I should be working on my reaching out to people for my business. Right. Absolutely. I get this all the time. Yeah. So especially when I'm onboarding a new client, for some reason, everything just becomes like, I, I will finish things, but I'll be working on a bunch of things at once. So you're not yeah. fully crossing anything off. Yeah. So you're putting effort towards things, but it doesn't feel like you're getting anything done. So yeah. you become like hypercritical of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then any downtime that you find yourself enjoying, your brain is like, you should be getting something done here because you need to cross at least one thing off the list mm-hmm. to be able to focus better tomorrow. Right. I do mm-hmm. that all the time. I also think though, that rest can be productive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Schedule it and kind of like make proper time for it, just like Mm -hmm. it's any other task and like, try not to multitask through it. Then we can like do it effectively. Right. And then get back to it. Like you almost want to have that uninterrupted rest time. Yeah. Do you ever, um, seasonally, I felt like I always would sometimes fall into a rut, like in January, February. But this year, well, actually, I would say for the last couple of years, I haven't done that. 
this year I feel like I have a little bit, but it's later, like it's now, it's right now. And again, I don't know if it's just because I've been so overwhelmed. And now that I can take a breather, it's just like, now I can't get out of the breather stage. <laughs> Does that even make sense? I totally get that. Absolutely. I also think that with the sunny weather, you feel guilty that you're not doing it all right. Cause you want to be outside, mm -hmm. like just naturally there's more to do in the springtime. Right. Mm -hmm. I find my low. So I get a boost in January because new year's for some reason, like yeah, makes my brain really motivated, but then yeah. in February I get kind of a low again. And then daylight savings in March is usually that's my next pick me up. So then I'm really motivated because it's light out for longer. Mm -hmm. um, but I know what you mean. There's something like, there's something stressful in the air. You know what I mean? Nothing feels complete. Yeah. Like no task feels done to me. Um, but I think also we're like, you know, being a bit perfectionist about it. Like, I yeah. think that we can forgive ourselves for taking a break. Um, so like when it comes to, you know, going on a walk or like spending time outside, like let yourself have an hour or two to really enjoy it and soak it up. Yeah. Uh, but no, I know exactly what you mean. It's stressful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel? Um, because you're going away. I know. And so sorry, how long are you gone for? Okay, so I'm gone for seven days. And then I come back for four, mm -hmm. three, three or four. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gone for nine after that, which is feels like a long time. Yeah, it does. So See, I'll be working while I'm there too, like on the second trip. Okay. Uh, just because I can't, I can't leave things for that long. That would just be a little bit too much. <laughs> for sure. And then I also like if I were to take a trip right now, I would be so worried that I would really not be able to get into the groove again. You know, yeah. like it's hard to get back into the groove, especially totally as an entrepreneur. 100%. Yeah. Because you, you're not going is, to work. Yeah. I mean, part of it is just not really getting out of the groove fully. Like you need to mm -hmm. let yourself have fun, but just like check your emails and also just do the work beforehand, right? So just kind of mm -hmm. touch base with people before, make sure your stuff is done. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if you can do that, like luckily with what I do, a lot of it is pre-scheduling things. So yeah. that that is the nice aspect of it, but it is, I will say with writing, you kind of always have to be writing here and there just to mm -hmm. kind of keep in the flow of it. Mm -hmm. um, when you go away for a while it becomes harder I think it's like good to bring a book on the plane too so you're just kind of reading something but just keeping your brain going that way is important mm, yeah yeah uh, so okay so you're going to be on the plane you're going to be reading instructional kind of stuff like work stuff or are you going to let loose and read um a fun book I'll probably just bring Brene I'm still not done the book club book <laughs> oh gosh the um atlas of the heart mm. yeah yeah love Brene Brown but I do find it a hard read it is a you know what I love it I absolutely love it mm -hmm. but I think it is and I think it's just because I want to pay attention to every single mm -hmm. fact like I want it to soak in so mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. um, you have to read it more than once yeah did you finish it now no what chapter are you guys on fifth or sixth but we we put a pause on a couple of weeks because I just had a lot going on and but I do think we'll pick it back up again I, I was actually yeah kind of 
see, and this is one of the other things, right? I'm just, I think I lost a little bit of steam and I don't know if it's this book or, cause we did have really good conversations yeah. around it. Or do I need, do we, you know, cause we had one lady drop out. She didn't like the book. I mean, yeah, fair enough. That's going to happen. I'm, I'm not, yeah. that's going to happen. Right. But then I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe we should have picked a fun book. I don't know. Right. You can't please everybody. No. And you know what it did? Like, it's a really, really popular book. It has fabulous ratings. It yeah. would be a good kind of popular opinion choice. Yeah. So I think it was a safe bet. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to kind of try and jump in for chapters like five mm-hmm. and six if I can. Anyways, that's the book that's coming with me on the trip. So I'll try and keep up with it. <laughs> do you have the hard copy or do you have it like an e-reader? I have the hard copy. Mm. It's very heavy. I had I it in my suitcase the other day and I was like, this feels overweight now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know what I was going to say too, Liz, you like, you also have a lot going on. So for anybody listening who doesn't know, um, Liz is offering free breath work on Tuesdays and Thursdays for the month of May. So for mm. anybody who hasn't tried this out, it is a really, really useful tool. Um, I'm going to let Liz actually talk a little bit more about this, but I am going to be flipping the table today and asking her a few questions <laughs> um, on the benefits of breath work. Yeah. Um, so that you guys can listen in and kind of, you know, learn more in, I guess, a deeper dive kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you ready to go with this? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, so I've been, yes, I've been running now. I think I've done about, um, so I need 20 hours. I'm doing, I'm in the middle of getting my certification, right? My transformational breathwork certification. Yep. Um. And how this is different than just normal breath work is that it's activating your sympathetic autonomic system as opposed to your parasympathetic, right? Because normally you want to do rest and digest and activate your parasympathetic, but this is slightly different. We're activating our sympathetic um, nervous system. We're speeding things up we're speeding up our heart rate and all that kind of stuff. And we're putting ourselves into a theta brainwave state, which is essentially like a hypnotic state. Okay. Usually the only times you're in that state is just before you fall asleep Mm -hmm. and just after you wake up. Okay. So like, what are some of the benefits of tapping into that state? Like what, what are some things that we can take away from that? So really when you get into the theta brainwave state, you're, you're very much more susceptible to changing at the subconscious level, because this is where we're going, right? Getting in your theta brainwave state, you're in your subconscious level. And that's where you can change any of your limiting beliefs, your old stories, um, it's where you can release trauma, you know, and what's interesting, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but what's interesting about trauma is we all have it. Even if you don't know you have it, even if you're not aware that you've had trauma in your life, you've had trauma. And, um, because we, it's generational, right? We carry up to 14 generations of trauma in our body. That's yeah. scientifically proven. Okay. So you should explain the, the study really quick. 
Right. So that's called the um, cherry blossom study. And this was uh, a bunch of scientists um, did studies on mice. And um, every time they went near a cherry blossom tree, they got zapped like a bolt of electricity. Okay. And then they noticed that after they were breeding and they would check each generation without zapping them, they would go near the cherry blossom tree and have an, an anxious or stressful response in their body. Wow. And that happened for 14 generations. So, wow. yeah. So imagine, you know, everything that our ancestors have been part of in this world for 14 generations, you may be carrying part of that in your DNA. It's cellular DNA. Yeah. Wow. And then, so out of all of that, 95 we lit like we go day by day, 95% based on our subconscious level. So yeah. So if you connect all the dots about how negativity is ruling your life and then not, and then on top, so it only stands to reason why your brain reacts negatively before it reacts positively. That's just nature. It's trying to protect you. Your brain is just trying to protect you in situations. So, yeah, so this is the level where we can change some of that, right? So, you know, some people find that doing like, um, just doing like your affirmations or all these other tools that we teach in the life coaching world, affirmations, mirror work, journaling, all these things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't work for people. And it's, it's because of our subconscious level. It's so ingrained that we can't make the change. So tapping into your theta brainwave state may enable you may enable you to do that release trauma that you didn't even know you were carrying and move forward so it's been yeah it's kind of been crazy so um i've been doing these for i think towards the end of april right is when i started doing the sessions yeah yeah and i do them for free and the feedback has been amazing nothing short of amazing yeah no kidding i loved the sessions so much Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. So, um, sometimes I've had a lot of people say it's been very emotional. Yeah. Right. They cry, laugh. Um, those are all things that you can experience. It's when you're in that theta state, it's called the flow state or the runners, the runners, flow I think the runner's high you know I don't know are you a runner Hannah I mean I know what a runner's high is that's what they say can happen right you get in that flow state and then when you're in that state you lose your sense of time because you're doing this for 45 minutes to an hour right yeah and for some people they're like yeah I remember when I first did it I was like yeah I can't do this for 45 minutes like the thought of breathing like that in that active way is just like crazy but when you get into that flow state or the runner's high you lose your sense of time so then all of a sudden an hour feels like 10 minutes wow Mm -hmm. and I also will say hard to keep up at one point say that again it was hard to keep up at one point like I had to take a little bit of a break and almost kind of like slow my breathing down a little bit and then Mm -hmm. go back to it like I almost found it like yoga where they tell you to pause um, and then come in and out 
Right. And, and, and that's good. Right. And I tell people that too, like you control your own journey and if it's getting too intense or if it's too much, then just reset, do a reset. Yeah, exactly. And then come back into it. Um, but I will say, so I, I do try to encourage people to push through that, right? Sometimes that's going to be the breakthrough that you're looking for. So some, and, and here's, and, and everybody can do it. Like you could do it too. Like you didn't need a, you physically wouldn't have needed a break mentally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or emotionally. Right. Or yeah, you yeah, thought yeah. you needed a break, but really you could have physically, you could have done it. Well, actually you were just coming out of having the flu too. Yeah. And I mean, I think also just with like, it's tricky because COVID was a lung thing. Right. So yeah. like now more than ever, it's going to be kind of you know, important to get your lungs to where they need to be. Um, And I think also just like taking it slow, right? Like if it's a new practice, you don't want to like put yourself off of it or like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, like for newcomers, just knowing you can jump in and out too and Mm -hmm. kind of push a little harder the next time. And yeah, it's, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And so what time is it again? It's Tuesdays. Yeah. So tonight it's at, at seven, seven and then two on Thursday. 2 p.m. on Thursday. So yeah, I did one in the evening, one in the day. You do need like, I say you have to give yourself 60 to 90 minutes, right? Um, On interrupted time. Like I have somebody that's been doing it, but um, her animals kind of interrupt her. Okay. And it's, that's hard, right? So I do have another client, like I've had a few clients, they go sit in the car and they do it there, like just something so that they, they don't hear the kids or that they don't, the dog isn't barking. Like that would scare the crap out of me if when I'm in a journey and the dog starts barking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How is your yeah. dog usually when you do? Yeah. She, you know what? So far I've been good. Like so far she hasn't interrupted me, but it could happen, I guess. Yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah. there's the part where like people usually like yell, right? Some, yeah. Cause we do a screaming release. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The first time I did my journey, I didn't because I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't know that that was going to be coming up, but I've done it since then. And I'm like, okay, I can get on board with this. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, but does it bug your dog? Like, does she freak out? No. no. That's and so lots funny. Of times she's right beside me. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that would be the part that would throw off the animals. I know. The other thing about it is right now I'm just doing them online. So people get to be in their own comfort of their own home. Right. Yeah. And, and you feel safe and, and it's comfortable. I but think such a huge, important part too, right? Like the fact mm-hmm. that you can do it there. Cause it can be kind of, you know, uncomfortable to do that anywhere else. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You, need to, you need to be in your own space. I think. Yeah. It's so, so it's interesting. Cause the guy that I, the, the guy who's doing the certification, I think there's about 60 of us in the co- cohort. Um, right. he started doing them in person. Like that was his business, right. Of running these breathwork journeys in person. Yeah. He lives in Bali. And, okay. um, I'm like, wow. Like I really would love to be part of an in-person journey because imagine like, you know, 20 or 30 people all, lying down on your yoga mat and you're doing your breath work and you're feeding off each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and some people I've seen it a lot, like I've seen it, a recorded version of it. And some people are 
crying, laughing. They're just very emotional. And some people are just plowing through it, but I could just see how you get the energy from so many people in the room. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be like people who are shyer, who will see more yes. confident people and that kind of pulls you out of your shell, right? Yeah. 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 Very Anyways, cool. it's interesting. So I do have the ability to do them in person as well. And I, I want to do that, but I almost feel like it's a little bit of a hurdle for me too. Like I just got to get over that. Right. Cause it's a, just, I don't know. It's different. You know what? Fair enough. I totally yeah. understand that. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, doing things in person, like it is always scarier, right? Not being in the safety of yeah. your own home. Yeah. Um, speaking of in person, let's talk a little bit about your seminars. So, so I think what those are all about and, you know, what, like, what are some of the benefits of them? Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll let you just take it away. Yeah, so that's just something that's new, right? It's kind of in its conception stages. Um, we've been talking about it. Somebody approached me and asked me if I would like to do that. Like go and take my show on the road, so to speak. I don't, I don't know how else to say nice. it. Okay. I don't know how else to say it. But anyways, essentially, um, I would just go and share my story and share, I guess, insight um, really it's, it's talking about, are you living the very best version of your life or yourself? And I, quite frankly, I think most of us aren't. Yeah. And it's just about that. Right. Um, and if you aren't, what can you do to do that? And why aren't you? And I think part of that is people don't even know they're not People don't even know their capabilities. They don't know that they're not living the very best version of themselves. They just think that, I don't know. This was something that I used to think about all the time. I, I remember thinking, you know, I get up. I, I kind of told you this the other day, but I get up, you go to work, you get the kids ready, you go to work. You're at work, then you come home. I'd come home, I'd run around, walk the dog, I'd get groceries, I'd do dinner, then I'd run to the gym, then I would run the kids to their event, whether it was hockey, soccer, basketball, and then you go to bed and you do it all over again the next day. And I'd be like, what the hell? Like, is this my life? Is this all we're supposed to do? Like, yeah. are, we, are we put on this earth just to do that? Like, yeah. it just didn't resonate with me. I my own life didn't resonate with me. Like, it just was like, I, I can't believe that this is what I'm supposed to do in my, in my life. Yeah. No kidding. And it just sounds daunting, right? It does. And then I just remember when the pandemic hit, having that conversation with Kennedy and I'm like, Kennedy, there's got to, there has to be something more. Like there has to be more to our life. And, um, I think Thankfully, I had started doing the inner work prior to that, right? Like realizing mm -hmm. I didn't love myself. I didn't respect myself. I had a lot of forgiveness I needed to go through. And then during the pandemic and during those talks with Kennedy, I realized, oh my God, like I am supposed to be doing something different and something more and serving in some capacity. Yeah. So fair. And I think Hannah we're all supposed to be serving in some capacity. Yeah, I agree. I like that outlook too. I mean, I think that definitely makes me feel more, more a part of something, right? Like yeah. 
that's a good way for me to think that like calms my brain down, you know? Yeah. And I think that if you can incorporate finding out what you're passionate about, you know, and making it that a part of your life and that a part of um, your livelihood. Yeah. Then there's no more worrying about a work-life balance because you're living it. Yeah. And if you're passionate about what you're doing, then who needs a balance, right? Like that becomes part of your life. But when you're just doing a nine to five and you're just making do and you're just paying, doing it to pay the bills. Yeah. That's not okay. hundred percent. You know what? I do feel very lucky in that sense too. Like I think about that all the time when we have our like daily meetings, Yeah, you know, and like we have the flexibility to say what day, Monday through Friday, what time through nine to five. And like, we're both, you know, like respectful of wanting to be between nine and five, but ultimately we get to choose. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, it was always funny. I remember like at my last job, like, I just remember thinking like, I couldn't even think about it too much because I didn't know what the solution was yet. Yeah. I just remember like knowing very, very deeply, like, this is not it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and nothing close to it ever would be. Yeah. And it was kind of that point that I was like, well, you're going to have to give this a shot until you figure out what that is. And then like two clients became 10. And then, you know what I mean? Like just it kind of worked out. And now, I mean, little things, like I always thought I would need to have an office right away. Right now it's like, no, absolutely looking for a home with an office in it because what I need is studio space. If I had an office, we would have to get stagers in there like every other day for photo shoots. Right. You want to be able to go to places. And I also just think, you know, my student loved working from home. So why would I not want them to have that opportunity if that's what they want to do? Absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like it just, Mm -hmm. that for me was not it. Mm -hmm. And I think like there was a lot that shifted Mm -hmm. when I realized like, not just, you know, there, there is something more, but like, there is something more and you can do it. And I think, you know, you have been really pivotal in helping me see the how and the where and the little avenues of opportunity Um, and I mean, coaching wise, that's been like a huge benefit to me. So yeah, you've, you've helped out the PR lab a ton. (laughs) Thanks. And, but you know what that is? I think though, we have the, we almost have your generation to thank for that though, because, you know, I've learned and probably from you and other people, again, of your generation that we can do this from home. We don't have to get up at six in the morning to get ready, to do all these other things, to get into work and report to, you know, the head office people there. We can do it all from our own home and be more productive. hundred percent. I have thought commuting was strange since the beginning of time. Yeah. Like I remember being younger and being like, I understand that people commute, but I physically cannot wrap my head around why. 
Yeah. And, and some people have to, you, some people have to go to work. I get that, but do you have to do it five days a week? I don't think so. I think you would get a lot more out of people if it was a mixture, a hybrid, right? Like I know people are talking about that, but, um, I agree. I'm, and to be fair, I might be biased. Like I'm coming from a family whose dad worked in Arizona and my mom worked in Oakville and Calgary and we lived in Ancaster. So like (laughs) it was just, yeah, it was always like the longest distances just to get to like a meeting. And I'd always think to myself, like, you mm. know, we had Skype since I was in grade six. That's I, funny. I didn't understand. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of what I'm going to talk about, right? I'm just going to circling back to the whole seminars or workshop kind of thing. And, you know, yeah. I'm going to encompass a little bit of breath work um paradigm shifts making people think a different way and motivation right and um yeah yeah so I can't wait I think that's going to get started in June ish very nice Hmm. and And if I'm correct people can book now mm -hmm. okay amazing they send you dms go to your website or send you an email right absolutely yeah Absolutely. There will be information linked below. So check it out for details. Um, It'll all be on her website too. Thanks. (laughs) And then the other thing, you know, of course I have my life coaching um, packages, right? Like I have the 12 week ignite your soul, if you will. And that really is focused a lot on self-love and forgiveness and mindfulness. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and actually there's, there's a lot of little subtopics, right? There's confidence, there's, yeah. um, fear, fear is so big, right? Fear, the, the two and fear. Yeah. I talk about that for like a couple of sessions actually. Yeah. And then love too. Can we like pause on this note for a second? Because there are so many things out right now or I mean, at least in the last few years that it's like, you can't love someone else until you love yourself, but there's never a how follow up. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this course Mm -hmm. is that how follow up or like people will, you know, say like, oh, like you need to learn to love yourself. But like, there's never, like, if you were to ask them square in the face, you know, like how, would they be able to tell you point blank? Like, I don't think so. Whereas like you kind of have these action items that people can use. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things. Um, And I mean, for me, at least that was so cool to read and like see the effectiveness. Well, and here's the thing about um, self-love because I had, um, I do a woman's group on Wednesdays, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we were just into week two and one of the women I think this is a big huge cohort too there's like 17 people okay and one of the women sent me an email and uh, it was after I guess the second session she goes you know Liz I really suffer with um a lack of self-love like I don't like myself and will we be will we be covering that (laughs) in my head I'm like I was just like oh my god like it's, you can't cover it in one session. Like, and, and I can't cover it in one session. And then all of a sudden you have self-love that that's actually not the way it works. Right. But ha- what, 
what I think, and, and um, if you start to think of self-love, and, and I, you and I have had this conversation about confidence or fear, it's, um, it's a skill set. Think of it as a skill set. And think of it as something that you have to practice and create a habit surrounding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'll, and I'll say, for example, you know, we can say mirror work, right? It's very awkward. People don't like doing it. But if you do it, as you're brushing your teeth, and you just look at yourself, and you whether or not you say your affirmations, like, oh, my God, I love you, Liz, and you're wonderful inside and out, like just all kinds of stuff, right? And I know people are like, yeah, but it's, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel genuine. It's not sincere. That's okay. It's actually not. But if you keep doing it long enough, it's not sincere until one day it is. It yeah. just it just shifts. It's like a light switch. Yeah, that's and, so interesting. Well, in 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 and so I I said that to her, and I said, "Don't worry, we will be going going over a bunch of tools, right? Yeah. On exactly. how the action items, right?" But I said to her, "It's not gonna. It's not like one day you don't love yourself, and the next day you do. Like you have to just start doing things." Mm-hmm. that show yourself that you, so for example, I said to her, you showed up for this workshop for the next 12 weeks. You're showing up every hour or every Wednesday for an hour and a half or an hour. That yeah. is an act of self-love. Yeah. Right. That's an act of self-love. I like the way you set that up. Yeah. You cook yourself some dinner. That's an act of self-love. Yeah. So I think people actually like themselves more than they realize. Yeah. But I think that, you know, there's a lot of important things about this, like self-love and self-forgiveness and all of those things in, and I know it sounds like a cliche, but you have to be able to love yourself and you deserve to love yourself because that's how you're going to show the outside world how to love you. Yeah, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to practice on yourself. That's it. And it is just practice. Yeah. So where would you recommend people start? Like you have a few programs online. So you've got the self-love course. You also have the Ignite Your Soul. Which one would be the best starting point for someone who's new to Liz Matthew coaching? Yeah, I think that if you, you know, wanted something small and you just wanted to dabble into it a little bit to see if this was something that you liked, then you could do one of the self um driven courses that you, but you have to keep yourself accountable, right? Like you hold yourself accountable. So if you can do that, then that is great. But if you're somebody that, I mean, that's why you have a life coach is because you struggle with holding yourself accountable. Cause that's what a life coach does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're somebody that is struggling and you then do the one-on-one program, right. But you know, you can, again, get your feet wet doing, trying it trying it online there's also an an online program like a 12-week program but you still meet up once a week in a group so that's another really good way of getting a little bit of you get live sessions but you're still doing it at your own pace yes okay very good Mm -hmm. yeah because you'll come in like somebody could start this week but yet somebody could be in week six but we'll still do we still do a live session 
Yeah. Right. And then you just, you're there listening to what comes up for people. So what kind of things do you guys cover in the live sessions? Goal setting, boundaries, honoring your yeses and nos. Okay. We'll, talk, we'll talk about confidence. We'll talk about fear. We'll, and overcoming these things, right? And sometimes we get off topic. Sometimes it's really off topic if somebody what needs extra handholding or really needs to share a story. Um, we go over breath work. We do breath work every, before we start every session. Okay. We will do tapping. Oh, I love the tapping. Yeah, we do tapping. Well, and it's funny because last, the last group session I did, we did it towards the end and I had a lot of ladies go, I really wish you had done this at the beginning. So I'm going to do it sooner this time. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah. And meditation, if I didn't already say that. Um, and then another form is called mental rehearsal. Like there's a couple of different forms, right. Of guided meditation. So, and then the idea is you find one tool that really works for you. That's such a holistic kind of approach to you're really covering all of your bases there. I love that. Um, because it's not for everybody, right? Like, you know, you may like tapping the next person may like breath work. And then the next person might like just meditation, you know, or you switch it up. Like I was a huge meditator for the last two years. Now I'm switching it into breath work. Yeah. You switch it up and maybe I'll switch back to meditation or who knows. Right. But. Well, they go well with each other too. I think they, you know, they kind of complement each other and yeah. I find it really beneficial to do, you know, like both in a row mm-hmm. or, you know, cluster together the things that you do. I also think having a guide though is really important so like when you walk people through it kind of like yeah guided speaking and like the thought process and just all of that it's so useful um because I definitely you know my brain wanders right Mm -hmm. like I'll start thinking about other things but you're very good at kind of bringing everybody back Mm -hmm. um so okay Liz before we wrap up today what are you like what programs are you most excited about for the summer I am most excited about the transformational breathwork journeys. I actually want to take, I want to create retreats that encompass some of that, you know, you come and maybe like a half a day and we do like, yeah, we do like a a breathwork for an hour, right? One of the transformations. Then we would do maybe just a little sacred circle, if you will, like a debrief, like what went down? What, what was your, um, what was your journey? Cause everybody's journey is different, right? What was your journey? Yeah. Like, do you want to share your experience? Like I had a lady say that like her dad came to her and I'm like, oh my God, like that's an experience everybody's going to want to hear about. Right. So and he had passed away. So that's what made that so special. Um, yeah. And then maybe we, you know, we have a yoga instructor come in and we do some stretch or we do some yoga or, um, things like that. Right. And maybe like a, you know, wheatgrass smoothie or charcuterie board, like just a time for people to come together. Um, I really like that. And then kind of, you know, the takeaway being whatever they need it to be, right. Just a holistic experience to come and just connect with yourself and, you know, have a guide and a safe space to do it while also, you know, not being alone. Right. 
Yeah. And, and people think that, oh, well, I don't, I don't have trauma. I don't need anything like that. That's actually not the case. And for some people, it's not about moving trauma, even though everybody has some sort of trauma, but it's not about that. It can also be about just getting clarity, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you're stuck or you're in a rut or what do you want to call in? What do you want to let go of? Right. Maybe you just want to call in some prosperity and abundance. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah. Call in some confidence, right? Or let go of. So I tell you, um, on a personal note for me, I thought I had worked through a lot of stuff. Like, I'm like, I don't like, you know, I don't have, I, I don't have trauma, but I yeah. realized um, doing my own journeys, like following a journey that somebody else runs, I am still stuck at the self-forgiveness. And a lot of self-forgiveness issues have come up for me in the last month or so that I thought I had already worked through. Okay. Surrounding my kids. And I, I, yeah, like I realized I need to have some conversations with them surrounding the crap that they had to live through because of what I was going through. Um, so that's come up for me recently. I've had the conversations with Kennedy, but not the other two, not Trent and Kian yet. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, like it probably feels, you know, a lot clearer, even just recognizing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I that this is like, like just everything with the breath work and all the sessions you've been doing, has that kind of like accelerated? Do you think you're realizing of that? Like my own personal stuff? Yeah. Like, do you think that kind of, you know, like, do you think that the breath work helped you to get to this point of realization that those conversations would bring you more clarity? It was only the breath work that did that because okay. I actually thought I had gone, worked through all of it already. Okay. And it kept coming up. It kept coming, a common theme. It kept, that's what kept coming to my mind. Yeah. And okay. the, so I just was self-forgiveness and I realized, oh my God, I haven't forgiven myself for a lot of stuff, even though a lot of that shit wasn't my fault per se, but I do take accountability for some of it, right? Again, for staying in that abusive relationship, for putting my kids through that. That's the part I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's challenging because you have kids, but also, you know, you're in a relationship, you're in love with someone, you're, you're trying to make things work. You're also dealing with, you know, trying to be compassionate and empathetic and sympathetic towards whatever they're going through. And mm-hmm what's causing certain behaviors right you don't want to just walk away you want to help solve the mystery at first right yeah so yeah for sure no I think it is really important to be like gentle with yourself and like you know circle back every once in a while maybe right and just mm-hmm. you know knock on that door and be like hey how we doing and they're all good mm-hmm. um, you know and then move on but I think it's very cool that you've realized that that's exactly what you need to do right mm-hmm and I can only imagine, again, people don't even know that they're harboring some of these things like deeply in their body. Yeah. And that's why people get sick and, you know, heart attacks, high blood pressure, strokes, um, yeah. mental health issues. It's from harboring all of this stuff in your body and not letting it go. Yeah. I know. And the, you know, how important it is to just talk about it is very mm-hmm. under underrated right yeah 
Yeah. The other thing too, I want to um, incorporate, and we, I didn't even talk about this is um, I'll get my, I'll have my level three Reiki. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. In July, I'll have level three so I can start practicing and, and moving energy through people. And um, it's funny because I was like, oh my God, how will that work with breath work? And then during one of my own learning lessons with our instructor he's like I incorporate like my Reiki with the breath work and I was just like oh my god I just said that oh yeah and then I was like I can do that like it's just like Reiki is just a moving of energy right Mm -hmm. so which is what breath work is doing yeah so in person I think I can really like when I start to work with clients in person for breath work journeys I will definitely be able to incorporate some Reiki in there as well That's going to be fantastic. Okay. So for people who are new to Reiki, do you want to just quickly give a, an elevator pitch on, you know, some of the benefits of Reiki? Yeah. So again, it's, it's almost the exact same stuff as breath work, right? It's working through trauma. It's working through stuck energy that's stored in your body. It's, um, even if you don't think you have trauma and you just don't feel good, you are constantly getting sick or you feel like you're in a rut. You just need to move some bad stored energy that's in your body. You need to move it and get rid of it. And Reiki is a perfect way of doing that. Um, you may not even know what's happening, but you may feel actually somebody else that I know that I've, I've been practicing on just said she feels lighter and she doesn't even know why her mood has been elevated. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that does. You know, I will also say you have to have, you have to believe, right? If you were somebody, you know, I wouldn't say so much the breath work because that's scientific. Well, so is it, so is Reiki for that matter, but yeah, you have to believe and you have to be open to all of these things. Yeah. 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 But the breath work is sciencey, but you have to do the work. I do think I've had a couple of people that have joined me on a journey, but they haven't pushed themselves to do the work. And so they don't get the end result that they're looking for. Fair enough. Yeah. So how many sessions do you think people should do before they're going to, you know, start to feel the benefits? So, you know what, I've had some people that felt huge benefits after the first time, and some people need to work through maybe five, six or seven journeys. And then if you did that once or twice a week, and then you would drop it down to once a week and then once a month just for maintenance. But yeah. you know, it might take you six months to get through that time. Um, and then you just do it once a month. Like our instructor, he says now, he just does a breathwork journey himself, like once a month, just for maintenance. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So it really is kind of go at your own pace and yeah. whatever, you know, you've got time for, I think yeah. the commitment of whatever you can commit, which is great. Yeah. Um, there's, um, I know we talked about a, an activated breathwork journey and that's really circular, right? That's what that's called. Conscious, yeah. It's called conscious breathing and it's a circular um, breathwork. Um, okay. But there's, I'm going to be doing another one and it's um, activating your parasympathetic nervous system. So the, this specifically would be for people that are like um, very high stress and anxiety and they just really need to take it down and just relax. And it's a now it's an hour of about four different techniques that just slow your body right down. Wow. That'll be so cool. I will absolutely be in that session. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, different. It's different, right? It's um, just it more, more intense than your average one or nope, less. Intense? It's opposite. Okay. It's less intense. The active breath work one is more intense. The transformational, when you're moving stuck trauma energy, that's more intense. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am. Um... Well, I look forward to it. So also you have your memberships going live in June, right? So people can sign up for yeah. the membership for the month. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't worked out the details yet, but I do think, I think I'm going to offer still the same times due to yeah. a week. And I think I'm going to do something like, well, if you want to pay, like go as you month to month, as you go, you can, but if you want to join say for three months, then maybe, you know, we'll have an incentive to do that. Like maybe you pay for two and a half months yeah. or, and then, or if you want to join for six months, then we'll do that as well. But maybe you pay for four or five months. Right. So we haven't figured it out yet. Okay. And then what I'll do is, so the two sessions will be live and I'll record them. And I think I'll make them accessible for like a week. Right. And then you can just, I think that's how it'll be. Right. Okay. Um, and then I just pull them down off the site and then we do it again the next week and we just make those ones accessible. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. So am I actually. Like I really do love this part right now. Maybe it's just because yeah. it's a little different, but I love anything group work I love. I get so much energy off group work. Yeah. You'll be doing a ton of breath work sessions mm -hmm. yourself, eh? Yeah. 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 I love it. Perfect. But you know what, because you love it so much, I think that's what makes it so enjoyable, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, Liz, thank you so much for our chat today. This was amazing. I'm so happy that we got a chance to dive into like the benefits of what you're offering, because I won't lie. I didn't know about breath work. Um, and I knew a little bit about Reiki, yeah. um, but you know, all of these things, I had no idea you know, actually, what do they do for me? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I loved the session. I definitely also felt lighter after. I really, really liked yeah. that. Um, but no, I think it's also important to be able to share with people like what the benefits are, why they should know mm -hmm. about it, right? Yeah. Um, and this is such a great way to do it, just conversation style. So this was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I'll pause it here just in 